0: Welcome back! Happy Kobe Day! It's Kobe Day, right? I'm not. Yep. I'm, yeah. Eight two four. Eight two four. Um. R.I.P. Kobe. Welcome back to another episode of the OG Are You Entertained podcast. I'm Trey Alessio, virtually alongside the homie Brandon Ogden. How's it going, homie?
1: Good. Real good.
0: Real good. Real good. Surviving the quarantine, all that.
1: Yeah, doing what you can. You know.
0: I feel that. I feel that. All right, uh, if you're new to the program, uh, we break down the latest in music, movies, TV, and sports. Uh, we hope everyone is staying safe and healthy healthy during these crazy times. We've got a lot to talk about, so we're going to get right into it. As always, we start off with our Shoot This Shit segment. This is where we talk about movies, TV shows, we've watched albums, songs we've listened to, funny stories we would like to tell since the last podcast that we're not going to break into detail. Um... I have a lot because it's been a little bit since we did the last podcast, but I'll let you have the floor, Brandon. What what do you got for us?
1: Yeah, I was actually I was trying to think about this, and I it's because baseball, hockey, and the NBA started. I really haven't been watching anything, yeah, uh, or even exactly. really listening. Uh,
0: so that's what you've been watching.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, so like I I haven't picked up like a new show or anything. It's my my days and nights are pretty standard. Whatever the like, game is on during the day, I have that on while I work. Uh, then I usually go work out, come home, make dinner, watch sports. And then when everything's done, head up to bed and throw the office on. So that's pretty much the uh, the routine here in quarantine. Um, so I really haven't watched much. We did this past weekend, um, our movie theaters open here. Um, and they had a new movie, uh, Unhinged, with... Uh, Russell Crowe, and let me tell you folks, it's a terrible <laughs> movie, <laughs> it's terrible, it's so bad, it is, if I was giving it the Are You Entertained ranking, and I was trying to think of Serenity, was that the worst one we we probably graded, well, honestly, I feel like Serenity, you low-key gave a decent score,
0: I think I gave it like a 6-5, which looks <laughs> terrible, but yeah, uh, not good.
1: Remember, those are raw, unfiltered. Uh, you know, first, first seeing, first time seeing the movie scores. This would have been in the the three or fours. I mean, it's that bad. You it's gave, not bad.
0: you gave it. I think like a four or something.
1: Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Uh, this
0: this was it was better than this. Okay,
1: this maybe this is a two. Maybe it's in the twos. It's a bad movie. The, basically, the premise is. This girl or like everybody has really bad road rage for whatever reason. <laughs> um and You're this
0: terrible off the off the cuff.
1: literally that, that's how they like premise this movie is like it's like a bunch of like different videos and like news reports. Like that's the opening scene. And it's like talking about how people have been driving really pissed off lately and all <laughs> of the factors. And so basically this lady's taking her son to work. And she honks at Russell Crowe because he's not turning on a green light. And, and he gets super pissed, follows her, and tries to, like, kill her and her family.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And Russell Crowe put on some pounds. My daddy's gotten heavy uh, in 2019, 2020, whenever he was filming this.
0: That's wild. Just an absolute outrageous premise. That's crazy. Oh, it was, it was so bad. So yeah. bad. I miss doing the unfiltered cinematics, dude. I miss going to movies. I, don't know. I miss. It has kids. been nice.
1: So they've been playing a lot of like old movies. Um, and so, like, we went and saw Black Panther. I sent you that screen.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: isn't that screen crazy? Super uh, cool. It was like five stories wide or something. I don't know how. Maybe it's tall. I don't know. It's a crazy movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, we went and saw like Jerry Maguire. So we've gone and seen like a couple of like old school movies that. And kind of been replaying in there so it's it has been nice because no one's really there it's usually us and like three other people in the theater so it's pretty safe and uh just kind of nice to get some movie popcorn and see
0: that's something on the big screen again that's cool will you go see tenant
1: yeah i want to see tenant and i want to see candy man
0: man yeah when does that come out
1: uh i i can't remember for sure i don't know if they actually said if there's a release date for
0: it yet yeah, they're uh, in the preview to the next year or not, but that look it definitely looks good. So, um, yeah. All right. So. So I have a bunch here. I, I, unlike Brandon, have been watching a lot of TV. <laughs> um, he's been watching sports. I've kind of I've been starting to get into NBA a little bit more, but um, I just started Lovecraft Country on HBO um, so you have to know what you're going into with that one. Have you seen previews for this? I don't think I have. Okay, I'll just kind of talk about it a little bit. So it, I'll say this: this might like th- it, this is a win for the black community because it, it it's it's very ra- like race is a big thing in this show, but it's also like a horror sci-fi type show, and it, it's cool how they how they lay it out is because the The horror of it, at least so far, to me at least, hasn't been the monsters and stuff like that. It's been the racism. So it's based in Jim Crow era America, um, whatever decade that is, um, like fifties ish. That's what it kind of feels like, and um, it, it, it's it's looped in a universe where there's monsters and it's horror. Uh, this is the one that JJ Abrams and Jordan Peele executive produce. I was
1: going to say this sounds like a Jordan Peele.
0: Right. Uh, type, type It's project. really it's really cool like uh not I don't I guess cool might not be the right word but it's like it's showing that the horror that what is the reality of racism while also reclaiming as Black people, the horror genre, like it, it it's very cool and empowering. I, I, I would think to the Black community that they haven't really been uh, like a Black focus horror sci-fi genre, and this is outstanding. The first two episodes have been great, so I think it's getting a lot of buzz. Um, so look out for that one moving forward. There's a, a show on Stars called p Valley. It's about a strip club, um, very very provocative. But it's all like the drama in it is actually really good too. I think the last time I think I heard it had a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's cool. Uh, Big brother, I'm gonna loop back because uh, are you have you been watching or no? I haven't. That
1: that's one of the things that uh, has gotten cut uh, from my uh, viewing.
0: Yeah, that's it's cool. Too many days a week. Uh, yeah, no, I feel that. Then I I won't really loop it back. We're gonna uh, do the Big Brother breakdowns, you know, weekly or biweekly. So check that out if you haven't. Is um, this
1: a it's like a celebrity or not celebrity, but all star?
0: Yep, it's
1: all stars this year. So that's pretty. I mean, who from the last couple of years was is on there that I would know?
0: Um, do you remember the the curly head, long haired dude, Tyler? Yeah,
1: yeah, the blonde dude. Yeah.
0: Yep, he's kind of running the show right now a little bit um cody my favorite derek do you remember him the goat
1: uh no i mean i know derek was from you like from you talking about him but i didn't watch (laughs) it yeah he
0: he's not on it but the guy who he was like ride or die with is on there um christmas um bailey uh,
1: like the one who was with swaggy p
0: yep Swaggy C or whatever yep She's on there. I'm trying to think of some other kind of newbies. Nicole from last year, the the kind of. Yeah, a little redhead girl or whatever. Yeah, she's already been booted. But um, yeah, so they did a, a cool job of mixing kind of old heads and newbies. So it's been fairly good so far. Um, so yeah. Other than that, though, I watched uh, Perry Mason. Just okay, honestly. It's on HBO. It's kind of it's a, it's a rebooted show um and it's kind of r-rated obviously being on being on hbo i kind of just watched it just to watch it um it was good but it wasn't it it'll it'll be tough to crack the top 10 this year i think uh also on hbo max isn't isn't a new show but uh i've been watching the harley quinn animated series and it is awesome it is hilarious um, it is just really good. It's just something I throw on, like, at dinner when I'm eating upstairs and, and I watch. It's kind of fun. Um, I, I didn't put this on the main docket, but I want to just bring it up because I think it looks fucking amazing. It's uh, Judas and, and the Black Messiah trailer. I think I sent it to you, and we both said it looks awesome. Um, it, it just it, it looks so sweet. It's about the Black Panther Party and the leader of, of that. Can't wait for that movie. Trailer gotham there's a movie called palm springs on hulu that was really fun with annie Sandberg. um on the music front I, I just listened to king's disease by nas limbo by amine um joey badass's new light pack with the three new songs and then j cole's couple new songs um the climb back and lion king on ice i'd like to hear your thoughts on on the j cole songs Do, have you listened to those brandon
1: uh no my music
0: game has been really bad lately music game has been bad with with yeah. song with those songs though i am super fucking excited for Jay cole's uh album because those two songs were amazing i'll have to send them to you so you can listen to them but i feel like you would really like them But yeah, aside from that, um, just kind of something funny I saw. Not really funny, but in terms of 2020, it's funny. I read a headline that said NASA claims a meteor could hit the U.S. one day before the election. And I just thought to myself, this is the most 2020 shit ever. (laughs) Like, what else could happen in 2020? I've been saying this, aliens, the season finale of 2020 is going to include aliens. But that just is a precursor to the aliens, I think, is the meteor. Have you seen that on Twitter? Uh, I,
1: I haven't. Uh, I have actively not been looking for that type of content in my life because that's not what I need. <laughs> I feel like um, that. But would I be shocked if this was it? Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my my brother and I were talking. If you had to pick, you had to pick one state for it to hit. what, what are you gonna hit with the meteor?
1: Uh, I don't know if I want to say. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: fair. That's fair. We probably shouldn't say.
1: (laughs) I might have future political aspirations at some point in my life.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, We we won't say. We won't say. That's Uh, All right. Well, let's get into the actual meat of the podcast. Uh, We're going to start off with movies and TV. Uh, Biggest news that swept this past weekend. Um, The DC Fan Dome for a ton of updates, ton of content, everywhere from uh, video game trailers to movie trailers to new announcements to, you know, some stars revealing some information about movie or TV shows. Just uh, I I know you like to throw shots at DC and we're going to get our shots in, I think, at some point. But DC, man, they're coming with with some content that I'm excited for, at least at least with this fan dome. What do
1: you think? Off, off. Yeah. Well, I was really confused as to what it was. I kept seeing like the commercials and stuff during uh, the playoffs. Right. Um, you know, like go to this, but they didn't really say what it was or like what they were going to do. And I was honestly just too lazy to Google it, or I probably could have figured it out. But props to them for being able to come up with something like this, kind of like a mini. Uh, like Comic-Con type thing where they can kind of release some of this stuff and do it in a way where a lot of people that usually can't access that stuff live, you know, can kind of do that. So um, good for DC. That's, that was a cool thing to see. I'd love to see Marvel do something like
0: that. For sure. I'm honestly surprised that Marvel Disney period hasn't followed suit and done its own version of Comic-Con because I, I really enjoyed this. I mean, there was a plethora of content that we got. We got a bunch of trailers that we're going to break down. Um, so it was fun. So with that being said, I think we should talk. start with the at least my favorite trailer of the DC stuff that came out. And that's the Batman trailer. Um, so I, I, I don't know if you felt a certain type of way with Robert Pattinson when that whole news came out that he's going to be the Batman. I think people stereotype him a little bit as... Uh, the Twilight guy, but after seeing Me being this- one of them. What's that? Me being one of them. It, yeah, yeah. After seeing this trailer, though, wow. I am blown away by this trailer. The movie, just off this little teaser, looks fucking sweet, in my opinion. What What do you think? I mean, we're going to break it down, but just initial thoughts. No, I agree. In
1: and part of it's just because it's dc so i like to overreact to everything they do but i do think pattinson will be a good batman um and i thought he looked pretty good um some of the like still frames with him in the i don't know how to explain he had like the longest but short long hair and it almost looked like he had eye makeup on
0: yeah yeah i
1: wasn't really digging that look but uh, I thought everything else. I thought, like, the Batsuit and the Batmobile and stuff like that looked incredible.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, it, it it blew me away how dark it, it seemed. I love the music that went with it. it was just overall, it was awesome. Uh, but, yeah, let's break it down because there's a lot of meat in, in just packed in this little trailer. Um, so it begins with a guy duct-taping another man's face on the duct tape face it reads no more lies so that leads us to believe that the duct tape guy might be the riddler potentially um my question my big question is what's batman's big lie like obviously we know he's bruce wayne but is that the lie is there a bigger lie um that i think is because lies seem to be the kind of theme in this trailer at least and the riddler being It seems like the main villain trying to get to the root of that lie. So I found that interesting. Uh, After that, we saw Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, which I thought was really cool. Uh, He reads a riddle to Batman verbally, the verbal riddle. He says, from your secret friend, who? Having a clue. Let's play a game. Just me and you. Any of this mean anything to you? And then the written riddle on the card that we see in the trailer, it says to the Batman, what does a liar do when he's dead? And then somebody, there are also little symbols on this card. And somebody on Twitter already has dissected it and came up with, um, can I spoil it or I don't know. Yeah,
1: go ahead. No,
0: but it says he lies still, which is a pun and it's awesome. Uh I mean, it doesn't really give anything away. I just found it kind of fun and okay. funny. Um, so what does a liar do when he's dead? He lies still. So pretty interesting. So another another theme of lies, which I don't know. I feel like there has to be something more than Batman is keeping his identity secret. Like, it's a lie, but there has to be something more, I, I think. Do you feel the same way?
1: Yeah, uh, or it could be like, commissioner gordon protecting his identity or you know stuff like that or maybe they um kind of go a little bit more like the joker route where it's more like political and just mistrusting the government overall
0: right and it, it, it's funny you say that um with commissioner gordon because it seemed to me right away like in in the dark knight series it kind of felt like it was Commissioner Gordon and Batman and it was kind of a closed-door thing. But Batman and Gordon seem to have a more open relationship. Like, you see the other FBI agents and cops in the room and Batman's in the room. It looks like they're all investigating this together. Um, It just seemed a little bit different. I I don't mind that take um, with Batman kind of being like a detective with them. Um, Do you think that means anything and there's also we i think we talked about it potentially in a previous podcast but we'll hit on it a little bit later the gotham pd spinoff series on hbo max um do you think that this has anything to do this relationship has anything to do with what that might look like or what what do you think here
1: what uh, as it relates to the gothic pd
0: or yeah, yeah, just the the vibe with them kind of being in the room all together. and um, Could that be a foreshadow to kind of what we might see in the HBO Max series?
1: Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Um, I think as far as the relationship, I think it's cool that they're going to have Batman, or it looks like Batman and Gordon are going to have kind of a closer relationship. Um, you know, that's one of the things in the... Uh, Christopher Nolan trilogy is we see them work really well together, but like the whole time, um, I mean, Gordon doesn't know who it is until like what the very last time he sees him um, right. in the last movie. Um, right. So I, I think that would be kind of cool if he knew and, and they were able to kind of work together and put together their resources. My guess is Similar to the Christopher Nolan trilogy is some of the cops like don't necessarily trust Batman or like they understand that Batman's probably getting a lot of these people killed. Um so there's just a mistrust there. So, you know, this is something where like the cops try to turn on Batman and you know, all of that.
0: Um I like um, I like that take with Gordon potentially knowing maybe that is the lie, like you said. I I, I like that. That's cool. Um Okay, so moving on this little breakdown. So we see a a larger man behind a podium. Um, Now, the Internet believes this to be Colin Farrell as the Penguin. I believe it's been confirmed by Matt Reeves, the director. Uh, We we see him later also in the trailer. Uh, We see kind of a close-up on him. Looks nothing like Colin Farrell. Uh, we also see, I believe it's the same person in a card kind of at the end of the trailer, and he says, this guy's crazy! And it looks like he's in a, a car chase with Batman or something. Um, what do you think his role will be? I, I've heard different takes as like he's going to become a mob boss, or he's going to be that type of role where he has a lot of power, the underworld-type power, and he can... I think I think in the Danny DeVito one back from you know the '90s, um, I think he is kind of an underworld lord, whatever, and he rises to this political power. Do you see that as the same storyline? What do you think in terms of the Penguin?
1: I would assume that's that's going to follow that pretty similar line. I think that's kind of the backstory of the Penguin, um, even in most of the comics. So, uh, I, I would I would lean towards you know, that mob boss type thing.
0: What would you think type of his role?
1: I'm trying to remember. I only watched it once. I don't know if I remember what he... Maybe yeah. I just didn't put together that that's who that was.
0: Right, yeah. At first, I mean, without, like, looking at it and thinking that, you probably would have missed it because it literally looks nothing like... It looks like a different actor who I don't... I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but
1: it looks... Yeah, nothing- I, didn't-
0: I didn't recognize him. Right,
1: and I I kind of thought it was cool the chase scene you you mentioned um, when he's like whatever he says and he's That's kind of this, yeah yeah it kind of reminded me like almost an homage to Heath Ledger uh, right. like it, with like the hair sticking out and he's got his head out the window and stuff right did that kind of gave me a little like flashback
0: to that I felt that too I, I got that vibe too uh, we also see Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Uh, we see her kind of breaking into something, looking like she's going to steal something. We also see a, an encounter with her and Batman. Um, I, I would say, I don't, I don't know. Is she going to team up with Batman? Is she a main villain in this? Um, because we, I mean, the Riddler to me feels like the main villain, but then you have Catwoman and Penguin. So my, my question becomes, um, and I guess we can talk about it now because this is what I think. And it kind of, his quote kind of threw me for a loop. So bear with me. But Matt Reeves revealed the Batman TV spinoff uh, about Gotham PD will be set before, which kind of throws my theory off a little. I was going to say that maybe those side villains won't have as big of a role. Like they'll, they'll have a big role, but they'll open-end it to where they can put it in a TV show. Because I think what DC thrives on are their villains. And I think it'd be cool to see like cameos in that HBO Max series. But now that it's a prequel, that may deter that a little bit. Either way, I think the Riddler is the main villain. I think I've heard Catman is going to be a villain villain. And I mean, I don't foresee the Penguin being a good guy. So it'll be interesting to see how that threesome goes against the Batman. Do you have any theories?
1: I'm trying to think. I wonder if they'll do, because it's hard, because in the Christopher Nolan one with uh, Anne Hathaway, they had it where, you know, they're kind of against each other, her and Batman, and then they end up coming together. So do you repeat that type storyline or theme? Uh, will be interesting to see, but. Right. Right. I wonder if I wonder if it'll be like they both are just wanting to fight, like it, like your the enemy of my enemy is my ally or whatever the hell this saying is, right. um, and they just kind of do it together. Um, it'll, I don't know. I still question if it's too many villains for for one movie. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: You could be right. I mean, that's like that's that that's my biggest concern with this is that it's. Because I think it looks great, and they've only shot twenty five percent. I just worry about like laying a good foundation, setting something up for the future, instead of trying to throw too much uh, into one movie.
0: Right, and to make it a little bit more muddy and a little bit more messy, because I know you want to get your shots on DC. They announced in this in this DC fandom that this Batman and other characters within this. Batman's uh, movie. Um, It's a separate universe from the Justice League and the Wonder Woman and the other movies moving forward, The Flash. So this Batman is essentially its own universe, so I think that's why they're growing with the Gotham PD type stuff. So it's it's set in its own universe, which could maybe that's why they're building all these villains is because they're growing this universe and they want to do other things in other movies and series, so Could be messy, but also they could have a map, and hopefully they do have a map. So what do you think of that?
1: Yeah. I I actually think it's the best route for DC, you know, in particular with this Batman series, instead of trying to figure out, okay, what did we do with Ben Affleck? Like, we're in the same, you know, is it like Spider-Verse type stuff that we're doing here? (laughs) You know. Um, Oh, there was a point I wanted to make. It was oh uh, yeah it it was kind of nice to see a Batman trailer that didn't have you know either his mom getting his parents getting killed or seeing the Joker. It, it kind of feels nice to have a different villain again, other than the Joker.
0: One hundred percent, and um, it's funny you say that because uh, when Matt Reeves revealed that the Batman TV spinoff is going to be the prequel, the quote. Um, the quote was the idea is to go back to year one and year one is the beginning. It's the first appearance of this mass vigilante that unsettles the city. So essentially the origin story might be that TV series. And this is it. Batman is established is what that sounds like to me, which is Mm -hmm. a cool, interesting take, I guess that we haven't, we've seen, I guess a little bit in the, um, Ben Affleck won a little bit but we also got those the flashbacks and stuff so um yeah so I wanted to say this quote because I fucking loved it in the trailer um we hear what's assumed to be the Riddler I'd say um he says if you are justice please do not lie what is the price for your blind eye I love that Uh, (laughs) We also see a group of thugs with jo- it looks to me like joker paint on their faces. Uh one of the dudes says, "The hell are you supposed to be?" and Batman beats the ever-living shit out of him and says, mm-hmm. "Vengeance." And he I'm- doesn't say the token. Right. Man. Right, right. It's a different take on the um I'm Batman I'm Vengeance. I love that. Um uh, my die, question I actually- to you with that one
1: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Okay, no, you, okay, okay. I was just gonna say, uh, will Batman cross the line and kill in this movie? Because it looked like he was ready to kill that guy. He was beating the shit out of him. If his skull <laughs> had broken in, I would be surprised. Yeah, uh,
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, they always talked about Ben Affleck being kind of like the darker Batman.
0: Yeah, um,
1: and he never really got there. Granted, that you know, he only played in a couple movies uh he technically killed superman so maybe he did but um so <laughs> i would like to, I, yeah sorry uh martha uh i would like to see i would like to see it be a darker batman i don't know if he's got to kill people that seems like a pretty standard batman uh you know motto um uh, but i will say when he said the, the i'm vengeance line i had to like pause it i was like what
0: that's not right
1: and I was like okay actually that's a pretty cool line though so uh, it it was interesting to see them kind of do like a little bit of a newer twist on that uh, and get away from just kind of straight comic book uh, right you know canon on that
0: 100%
1: they need to be new it needs to be fresh it needs to be something different it needs to be something we haven't seen because this is a character that we've seen so many times over even like the last two decades so Anything you can do to keep it fresh, keep it new, I, I'm
0: here for. And I, I, I got that vibe that it's going to be mm-hmm. a little different, which I, I'm a fan of, for sure. I agree. Uh, yeah, so Robert Pattinson, just off the trailer, I mean, what do we think of him as, as a Batman? Do we foresee him being one of the best Batmans? Do you think he'll just um, do his job and, you know, kind of... I, I don't know. What what do we what do we think with this with this
1: Batman? It it's too early to tell, but I think there's a lot of potential there. I, I don't know if anybody will ever top Bale for me. I just I thought he was incredible. Um as far as like so Bale was the best I thought, like Bruce Wayne. I don't know if I loved him as the bat like I really thought his Batman voice kinda sucked. Um so it'll be interesting to see, but Pattinson's got the look. He looks really, really good in the bat suit, and, and I mean, he did kick the shit out of that one guy. So, man, uh, it's like God. He's supposed to, they said he's supposed to be more of like an MMA like combat type fighter. I think in this, okay, wasn't that like one of the? I think that was one of the big things for this Batman was he was more in that like combat. Okay, so.
0: yeah, That very well could be. I, I don't remember that specifically, but you very well could be right. We also... I, you have to really look for it, but back when we first saw the Bat suit, uh, they had the guns on the suit. You can kind of see that if you really look real closely when he's walking up to uh, Gordon. So I thought that was cool. Um, we have to talk about the Riddler. Paul Dano. We don't actually see Paul Dano. Um, so... And I could be wrong here, but I I think this is right. It's the the Bible-thumping kid from There Will Be Blood. I believe that's Paul Dano. So he's the Riddler in this. We don't actually see his face. But to me, the Riddler and kind of his vibe and kind of the ideologies that you can pick up just from this little trailer they give off the Heath Ledger Joker vibes to me. Am I the only one that thinks that? Or what do do you think about that comparison?
1: No, I think that's fair. I I just think the Riddler and the Joker have like similar type vibes, type feels. Like I I just think the way those characters are even going back to um, like the comics and stuff. I just think those are very similar characters. So I think it's always going to be that way. Paul Dano is kind of a creepy give off like those uncomfortable type vibes. Um, yeah. So for sure, I, I think he's going to have that type of feel. I don't know if he'll have, I don't know if Paul Dano can deliver the lines as powerfully as uh, Heath Ledger did. So, you know, same t- expectations on that front, but Paul Dano's, he, he's pretty solid. I I think that's going to be, I think he's going to be one of the bright spots in this movie. I think people are really going to
0: like him. I,
1: he's going to play a good bad guy.
0: I 100%. No the only thing that I want to see, we didn't see it in this trailer at all, but I want to see him in the green. Like, it yeah. looked like it was duct tape, basically, which is cool, I guess. But, like, I want to see him in the green. Yeah. That's my whole thing. But I definitely got, like, Joker vibes. Like, he's going to push Batman to his limit, try and get him to expose himself. Like, he's. He's planting all these riddles around. Like I'm, t- I have really high expectations after seeing this trailer for the Riddler, so I'm cool. With, I'm cool with that. Um, as for the dark and grittiness, do you think it's dark enough just after seeing this trailer to get an R rating? Is DC willing to go out and uh, put a, an R rating stamp on Batman yet? Do you think that this one does it?
1: I have a hard time believing that they'll do an R rating. I just, I wonder if just from a pure language standpoint, they won't. Yeah. Um, I could see, you know, if I just, I also don't know if they're going to make it that bloody, that gory. I know, you know, critically, uh, Joker did really well, but it also felt like Joker received a lot of uh, flack when it came out too. So with something as big as as Batman I wonder if they're going to want to try to keep it to a more like a broader audience so probably see another PG-13 or PG-13 yeah I wish there there almost needs to be like in between PG-13 and
0: rated R Yeah, <laughs>
1: we can get like a couple more F-bombs or, or Six, good
0: scenes uh, a 15 you have to be 15 to see yeah. this <laughs>
1: like 16 like
0: right right. Funny, funny. All right, well, uh, Batman, it looks sick. It looks dope. Can't wait for that one. Let's keep it going with the DC stuff. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 dropped another new trailer. Um, This one doesn't have to be as in-depth, but I thought the coolest thing of the trailer in my mind was seeing Wonder Woman swing from a bolt of lightning. I thought that was cool. It was pretty cool. Uh, We also see Pedro Pascal's character... He seems to be the president did you watch this trailer
1: yeah
0: okay am i wrong there he, he looked like he was the u.s president it looked like it, looked like it or he had at least like was giving the
1: the briefing of right uh, the president's office so it Looked like
0: so he says citizens of the world i'm here to change your life anything you want anything you dream of you can have it uh we see kristen wig we see her kind of it looked like she's buying into that statement Uh, if you will she says i don't want to be like anyone i want to be an apex predator we also see steve trevor chris pine reunite with wonder woman i don't know how that happens you've seen the first wonder woman have you yeah okay so i don't know how the hell that can happen because he dies in the first one so obviously he's gonna be back it'll be interesting to see how they bring him back um we then see and I'm 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 interested to hear your thoughts cuz I know you kind of t- told me already about them then we also see Kristen Wig transform into a cheetah <laughs> uh, so I don't know uh, I've I've said this from the get go when they rely too heavily on the CGI and the godlike power I think that's where they they fall down a notch a little bit um this seems heavily reliant on the cgi cheetah how the i mean why do you want to turn into a cheetah i don't know much about that character in terms of the comics but let's hear your thoughts homie <laughs> yeah
1: i i didn't love it i didn't love it it didn't look good we just went through a debacle with cats on cgi <laughs> like fur and stuff it didn't go well um it looked nothing like Kristen Wig, especially once she like transformed into that. So super weird move. Uh I don't love the Kristen Wig pick in general. Uh I'm a big fan of Kristen Wig. I think she's hilarious. Uh really solid actress. I just I can't see her as a villain. As a villain. Like it just doesn't match to me. I, I think there is better choices for that. Um But let me let me ask you a question real quick. Yeah. Are you with, like, the, the struggles of the DC, like, extended universe here with they're no longer having Batman in this universe, sort of, Um have you lost interest in Wonder Woman? Like, to me, I, I don't know if it holds as much weight as it would, you know, if we still had kind of this Justice League-type universe. That's a fair
0: statement. I... Like, one woman, like, as a standalone character, I'm super interested in. I really like the first one. Um, same, same. same I, I, like, I like the kind of 1984 retro vibes. Like, I think that's cool. Um, in terms, where, when you put her in the grand scheme in the bigger world, I'm losing interest in that connected world. Because, and I, I think she still will be in the world of The Flash. We, we're we going to get to it with the the news about the upcoming, the other Batmans. But I think she's still technically in that world. Now, will we ever see another Justice League, if you will? I don't think so. So in, in terms of, like, it, like, piecing together, like, Marvel, I've lost interest to follow it like that but when i look at it just as a standalone movie i'm I'm still here for it and i'm I'm excited for it does that make sense
1: yeah i think that's fair
0: yeah yeah what i mean what do you think you you've lost a little bit of interest just because of it
1: yeah um just because i think she's so cool in like the team-up role where she's the leader where you know she's so powerful um and just her kind of by herself i feel like we kind of lose out um a little bit on that um i also just don't know if like clearly if this was the best villain we could get her like there's a bit of a shortage of villains for her (laughs) um where with a team up role we can get a little bit more powerful villains and see her go up against some bigger and badder villains um
0: the villain the villain the villain argument is a fair one i think um I just think she like she's such a badass Wonder Woman herself.
1: Oh, yeah, no doubt.
0: Gal Gadot is awesome, and I think she's perfect mm-hmm. for Wonder Woman. And I I have a lot of faith in Patty Jenkins, the director. So yeah. I, I, I I for this I foresee this being a really good movie. Um, how it will connect to the other movies is up for debate. And
1: yeah, I have no I have no doubt it'll be a good movie. I, I really don't. Uh... And it's more, I was just more so, and like, I for sure will go see it. I was just more curious about like just Wonder Woman as an interest as a whole, uh, in regard to, since it's not going to really tie back to, you know, what it, it was originally planned to do. My, my prediction is that Chris Pine is some type of, uh, like mind trick that I don't even know if Chita can do mind tricks, but it's some type of mind trick on,
0: on, uh, Sorry. That well could be. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be cool.
1: That'd be my guess, but...
0: Hmm. Cool. All right. Um, let's get into some Snyder Cut here now. Uh, the Snyder Cut Justice League trailer came out. It was announced that this will be four hours long, and it will premiere on HBO Max in four one-hour episodes. Um. I'll be straight honest. I, I think you are in agreement with me. This didn't do a whole lot for me. Um, I'll watch it. It, it. It'll be something cool to watch and something new on HBO Max to watch. But the trailer just didn't do a whole lot for me. It felt like we've seen a lot of that. Um, we, I, I guess, it, the different things that I picked up. We saw black suit Superman, which is cool. We see a new villain, Dark Side that's how you say it and like you we went to go see ready player one together right uh-huh. so you know tj miller the dude from uh deadpool with the weird voice. Mm-hmm. yeah i swear that his avatar in ready player one is that character because like i was watching this trailer i was like holy shit i've seen that before and i think i pinpointed it to where i was like i think I, that's ready player one could be wrong but the internet let me know if I'm right, because I'd be hype if I am. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I can't say that I remember that, so I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. The differences. Uh, I was reading a Screen Rant article, and the differences, according to Screen Rant, uh, Snyder's visuals and di- cinematography are completely different. It uh, looks a lot more colorful, if you will. Um, Dark Side appears. We, we said that. Um, Batman versus Superman nightmare is fulfilled. Didn't really do a whole lot into... Digging on that. Uh Superman's resurrection appears very different. Cyborg's story has been restored. I, I was trying to remember, do we see fo- like his backstory and playing football in the original Justice League?
1: I Is feel it's... like we saw it in the trailer,
0: but oh. I don't feel like we saw it in the in movie. The... Yeah. Because I don't or remember
1: Maybe we did. Maybe we did. I don't it's... know. We saw it somewhere.
0: Right. It's been like three years. So but either way, it looks like his he's gonna get a little more backstory and then we also get um what looks like flash and uh they call her iris we see him save a girl and it looks like there's a connection there so it looks like we're gonna get more backstory from flash so i don't know um i know what are your thoughts on this trailer um are you excited for it will you watch it What what do you think i don't know I I was
1: really unimpressed with this trailer. I've kind of been impressed, unimpressed with the whole thing. So, one, this is clearly not the Snyder cut. This is Snyder is refilming and reshooting his cut. Like th- there is no when, when people said release the Snyder cut, there was nothing to release, <laughs> right? Like like that is stupid. Uh, so it feels like they're just putting way too much time, money, and, and resources into this now. I don't love the four one-hour episode format. Like, if I'm going to watch this, I'd rather just watch it all at one time. I don't care if it is four hours rather than try to break it up into, I don't know if they're doing weekly or daily or, you know, whatever it is. Um,
0: I kind of like the episode thing. I'll be honest. I think it makes it feel more of like a series.
1: But it's not. It's a movie. Uh, we've already seen.
0: <laughs> That's the part that gets me, though. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like this basically means nothing in the grand scheme of Justice League now in D.C., right? right? Like, who cares? Now, I get the whole thing is, like, release the Snyder Cut. I think there are parts where, like, they existed and maybe it got cut, but I definitely think you would, like, I would tell you that you're a liar if you told me that they're not going back and redoing things. Um, so they're definitely – I there's definitely – revamping and reshooting oh, yeah, um, but i do think there's stuff that did exist that's yeah
1: like spider-man had a black suit on that did exist <laughs> no i agree there, there's probably some stuff that existed i did kind of like uh the way like it was kind of cool to see spider-man floating above the city uh met metropolis uh and see, uh what's her name, Amy Adams, kind of look at Lois Lane look up at him. I thought that was kind of cool. So yeah. I did like the way that, that they brought him back in that.
0: And you weren't the biggest fan of the the song, right? You said that.
1: I, no, the song selection was awesome. I just wish they would have slowed it down and isolated it. So for that Candyman, they have that uh, Destiny's Child song that they do, the Say My Name, Say My Name. Right. And like they slowed it way down and isolated the vocals and it sounds like kind of creepy and it's kind of cool. I wish they would have done that for this and it would have been really cool because Hallelujah is a great song for that choice. Uh, but they just picked the wrong, wrong singer. I thought.
0: Yeah. And apparently I read something today that And it
1: just looked, it, sorry. And the whole thing just looked like a big Spider-Man or uh, Superman fan put it all together and like, threw a song on it, and it was, like, a YouTube, like, video, and they're like, check out my other videos I did for every Marvel movie. Like, it felt like fan fiction. That's – all
0: right, that's fair. Um, and so I read today that Zack Snyder had that song picked out two years ago, which, I mean, who knows if that's right or not, but um, I, I, I read that. But I don't know. I'll, I'll watch it when it <laughs> Just-
1: comes do you think when the hashtag releases Snyder cut came out, he was like, All I have is a damn song for the preview. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's
0: funny. That's maybe, maybe.
1: <laughs>
0: that was the cut. This right. one
1: file. One so- <laughs> file and it's the
0: song. All right, let's move on to James Gunn's The Suicide Squad or roll call. Um so, I mean, we. we I'm just going to reel these all off, and I'll probably butcher a lot of stuff here. But Viola Davis returns as Amanda Waller. Um, Joel Kinnaman re- returns as Colonel Rick Flagg. Margot Robbie returns as Harley Quinn. And Jai Courtney returns as Captain Boomerang. Then we have a whole list of new characters, new actors. We have Michael Rooker as Savant. Flula Borg as Javelin. David Daskmalchian is a Polka Dot Man. Daniela Melchior is Rat Catcher Two. Idris Elba is Bloodsport. Steve Aggie is rumored to voice King Shark, um, but his name was not on this roll call. So there's other speculation. Mailing Ng is Mongol. Peter. Kapal, Kapalai is Thinker. Alice Braga is a soul sorry, soul Soria. Pete Davidson is Blackguard. Nathan Fillion is TDK. And Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother, who was also in Guardians of the Galaxy, is Weasel. John Cena is the Peacemaker. And then, so uh, Taka Watiti has an unknown role in this. So people are thinking that maybe he will voice King Shark. And did I I powered through that. Was it cringe? Let me know. <laughs>
1: uh that's what I here thinks he could have done better. Um no, it was fine. So this is the one thing I didn't watch. Did they do like a behind the scenes type video or something like that? Yes. I, I started it and I was like, I don't care about this right now
0: yeah so they did a behind the scenes which i did not watch the full thing but they also did like a roll call so they they announced all the actors and then who each one is playing so they because for the longest time idris elba people were thinking that he was just going to be uh replace will smith and like so they didn't know what character he'd be and other things so um that's what this was, was like revealing the characters and who each one was being played by. Uh, true. Yeah, so in that regard, it was cool. I, the 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 thing that really intrigues me here is James Gunn. Like, I, I think he, if anybody can do it, it's him and he can get it right. Um, so in that regard, I am excited for this movie. It'll again be a little interesting to see how they loop the returning characters with the new ones um and to see if this is tied with any other upcoming movies Mm. so that will be interesting to see but what what after hearing those characters uh and the cat and the people playing them what do you think of this movie
1: yeah i'm kind of with you i really would not care well i don't know if it's the same as you, but I would not care about this movie if it wasn't for James Gunn. Uh, maybe if Taika Waititi was directing it, I would, I would also care. But very few people would make me care about this movie. But because of his pedigree, because of what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and it's kind of proven that you know this type of genre is kind of up his alley. Uh, I'll give it a chance. Whereas with other directors, I really would not care about this movie at all. So. I do worry it feels like we've got a little bit too many characters or, you know, too many actors that are gonna need and require screen time. So I worry about that. Um but I wouldn't be surprised if this is good. Yeah, and I'm I'm very curious to see I think Pete Davidson's the most intriguing one to me.
0: Right, one hundred percent. And uh the one thing that I kind of saw I think I, I when I briefly watched the behind the scenes, I think someone said don't get too attached, which makes me. Yeah. You know, some of these are going to get killed; they're going to die off. But uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Anything else on on the Suicide Squad? All
1: right. I don't think so. Are you more excited for Suicide Squad or Wonder Woman?
0: Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. Um, I I would say I'm I'm more excited for Wonder Woman, but I'm more intrigued by. Um, the Suicide Squad. Once, once I see a trailer, I'll probably be excited. Um, yeah. but I, I, I am excited for Wonder Woman. I think it'll be good. So, yeah. All right. Our last little bit of DC news, which, uh, is getting more of the stuff we're used to where DC seems to be maybe potentially dropping the ball. Ben Affleck has been announced to return as Batman in the upcoming Flash movie. This comes after it was also announced that Michael Keaton's 90s Batman will also appear in the same Flash movie. So, obviously, this movie, Flash, is going to open up like the multiverse or whatever DC's version is called. um, And we're going to get multiple Batmans in the same movie. Now... My biggest thing is, okay, cool. If you're gonna do that, that's interesting. That's a that's an interesting take, especially if you're gonna do it before Spider Man hops on and does it. Like you're kinda cucking them a little bit, which is cool, whatever. But then bring in like other like more Batmans. Bring in Christian Bell, bring in, you know, Val Kilmer. Do it do it big, like if you're gonna do it. Don't just give me two Batmans, you know what I mean? Like Bring maybe, in Clooney. But what do you think?
1: Well, you'd think you could at least bring in Pattinson if you're going to do that, right? Like Wouldn't we want to bring in the more current Batman? You but, would,
0: you would think. But if not, bring in George Clooney, bring in Val Kilmer, right.
1: like,
0: like bring in the whole thing. It'd be like that would be cool. I think. Right. I'm.
1: I'm curious. Affleck had to just have this, like, in his contract, right? Like. He didn't ask for this. He wants to be done. (laughs) Hell no. Hell no. (laughs) This is going to be the most... One, I wonder if he shot scenes or if it's just like they took some scenes, deleted scenes from Justice League and are using those. Or two, this is going to be the most mailed-in performance of his lifetime, which means we're in for some real gold. Um, (laughs) There's no way he wants to do this. This is going to be terrible.
0: Yeah, so... It seems to me that, like, Michael because in when Michael Keaton's Batman, that announcement came through, I think we talked about it on our last podcast, mm-hmm. and it was announced that he's going to be, like, a Nick Fury-like role. So this right. makes me believe that, like, okay, Ben Affleck is going to die off or something, and then Michael Keaton is going to stick around for these other movies. It's just going to be interesting, like, how, I don't know, it's just going to be weird and... Hopefully they do it right, but is there any way this works? No.
1: It'll be terrible.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be terrible.
1: <laughs> I think I think Keaton will be good. Yeah, I, I like Keaton has been so good lately. Um that you know, I'll be here for that, but no, it's it's not gonna be good. Not I, at all.
0: I, I have a feeling this one's gonna be a little muddy. But this next this next one, this next uh bullet point I am excited for. So uh It was announced that Olivia Wilde closed the deal to direct a secret Marvel movie surrounding a female character in the universe. She then quote tweeted it, really not making it not so much a secret, with a spider emoji, uh, which led a lot of people to obviously believe that it's going to be Spider-Woman. Um, so my question to you is, does this feel like a good fit? Um. Yeah, let's start with that. We'll we'll start with that kind of open-ended question. Does this feel like a good fit to me? I personally think it's a great fit. I love Booksmart. I love what she did with that. I think we're both in agreement on that. Um, now to see her step up a level on a on a production scale like this is going to be much larger and bigger production than Booksmart. Um, I think giving her. A female character, I think, is cool. I, I, I'm here for it. The question then arises: Is it going to be one of those Spider-Man things where we're going to see it as a like a Sony like like when we saw Vulture in the trailer of Morbius, but he's also the the villain of the first Spider-Man in the MCU Spider-Man? Um, is she going to be kind of one of those shared characters? Is she going to be strictly Marvel? Um, so that's where it becomes kind of weird. And I don't know specifically who owns the rights. I think I read that Marvel can use the name, but they can't use her un, like in the suit, which that wouldn't make sense to me. So I don't know. What What do you think on all this?
1: Yeah, well, I'm really excited. I think she'll be great. You're dead on about Booksmart and, I hope she gets... She would almost be perfect for uh, a Captain Marvel movie. I'd really like to see her and Brie Larson together because I think they could do some really witty stuff.
0: Um, Can I interrupt you just real quick with that? Yeah. Last night we talked about um, the the director of Candy, Candyman. And um, I I went back and... I didn't put it in here. I probably should have. But she is actually... Um, directing Captain Marvel too. Oh, really? Too. Yeah. So, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go on with your
1: point. Um, no, I don't know if I can remember. You might have. Oh, uh, right. I I don't know the the contract stuff with Sony, and maybe that was part of the rene- renegotiation. Is hey, not only do we get Spider Man, but we want the um, rights for Spider Woman or. Know. You know, whatever, you know, it might be. I wonder if it could also be another Black Widow. There's talk of um, what's her name? Um, The little sister to Scarlett Johansson in this upcoming movie might take over as the Red uh, or the Black Widow uh, hero or badge, whatever you want to call it. So I I could also see it being that. So um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I think either way, um, I think it's good for Marvel get more, uh, you know, women in film and uh, especially behind the camera and stuff. So yeah, I think it'll be great.
0: That'll be awesome for sure. Okay, uh, let's move on to some non superhero movie talk. Um, I just wanted to briefly touch on this because I'm super excited for it. Uh, so a while ago, it was announced that Lady Gaga will star in an upcoming gucci biopic movie directed by ridley scott which just that tidbit right there i'm in for uh, ridley scott is awesome lady gaga is r- like she proved in a Stars born she can act with the best of them and a gucci biopic that would be dope but then more recently it was announced that robert de niro al pacino adam driver jared leto and more will star alongside lady gaga in this movie with a cast like that, this movie has moved up a notch in my highly anticipated for 2021 or maybe even 2022. I don't know. But yeah. what a cast. What do you think of that?
1: Yeah, that's, that's a stacked cast. That's, okay. uh, that's pretty impressive. Right. Like who, Who's the one person you're taking out of that cast if you have to?
0: Oh, Jared Leto.
1: Leto? Yeah. It would be between Leto or Pacino for me.
0: Damn, Pacino gets. I love,
1: I love Pacino, but his last few performances have been. You didn't like
0: him, Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> it's just,
1: uh, he's Al Pacino playing Al Pacino in every I, role.
0: That is fair. I'll give you that one. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that lineup is stacked. Uh, I need to find out if it's a 2021 movie or if it's uh, later. It's probably 2022. But either way, just wow. I, I, I saw that, and I'm like, that's going to be wild. Um, okay, so the Emmy nominations came out. I did not do the normal full list because we're already an hour into this podcast, and <laughs> we could go an hour more with just the Emmys. So um, I just did the three like series, um, so we didn't get into like the actor and actresses. But uh, for drama series, the nominations are Better Call Saul, The Crown, Handmaid's Tale, killing eve the mandalorian which is a big surprise we talk about um ozark stranger things and succession so off the cuff there um i'm happy that mandalorian got a nod i do not think it will win just because it's up against a stack list i personally think succession will win i'm a huge fan of ozark as well but also the sleeper would probably be killing eve i know um, it's won in the past. So, and, and you know, hands
1: and, made tale
0: and yeah. the Crown has both, they've, they've all won. But, um, I personally just think that succession is the best show on TV when it's on TV. Um, it's just amazing. But, um, what, what do you think of that one? If you had to pick one?
1: Yeah, I, I would go succession or the hands made tale. Okay. It, but again, just, an, I mean, that's a stupid fucking stack category.
0: Right. Right. Are have you watched Ozark? Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. I, I love Ozark too. Um, yeah, it's a, that's a stat cast. All right, on to comedy. We have *Curb Your Enthusiasm*, *Dead to Me*, *The Good Place*, *Insecure*, *The Kaminsky Mess Method*, *The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel*, *Shit's Creek*, and *What We Do in the Shadows*. I believe last year *The Kaminsky Method* won. Here is my yeah. sleep pick. I haven't watched it, but I've heard really, really good things. So I'm going to go with what we do in the shadows.
1: Okay, um, I think all I've seen here is Curb and then Shit's Creek. Um,
0: That's another one. Go to Shit's Creek, I've heard it's great. And I haven't seen it. Uh, this
1: Shit's Creek's pretty funny. Uh, huh. Very funny. Uh, the good place. I'll go the good place because I think is that the last season of that.
0: Ah, oh, you. It could very well be. Um, And that's one before in the past, too, so that wouldn't be a bad pick. Um, Okay, so let's move on to limited series. We have Little Fires Everywhere, Mrs. America, Unbelievable, Unorthodox, and Watchmen. Now, if Watchmen doesn't sweep, I will be very disappointed. Um, If any any of these come close, I think it will be Little Fires Everywhere just because I've heard such great things. I actually need to watch that. It's on Hulu. But um, I foresee Watchmen just sweeping the Emmys this year. But what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think you're dead on it. No question, Watchmen's winning that. Uh, Watchmen's going to be probably the big winner of the whole night. I would assume.
0: And you finished it, so what, I what, did. So you got to tell me what you think. It,
1: it was incredible. It, oh, it was the way they wrapped it up at the end. The the egg stuff, all of it. I mean. It was just, it was beautiful uh, screenwriting. It was beautiful acting. It was beautiful production all around. I I think everybody just did a great job. Um, Regina King was just the perfect actress for that role too. So um it was awesome if you haven't seen it trust me go see it even if you haven't you know read the graphic novel or don't know any of the characters it's okay just watch it you'll love it i promise
0: right and the thing is you'll probably be confused through a little bit of it but they wrap it up if you if you power through they will explain everything and i just love i think it's so brilliant that it it is real life themes and shit that they're talking about. I mean, race is the main thing they're talking about. but mm. it's in this superhero universe where squids are flying from the sky and Dr. Manhattan is real. like so it's this super it's this superhero universe, but they're talking about real life things. and it's just beautifully done. Um, like like he's like Brandon said, if you haven't seen it, highly fucking recommend. The closest thing, and I I say this without hyperbole the closest thing to a perfect season of TV that I can think of. Like, I'm sad we're not going to get more.
1: Yeah, I I can't think of much better uh, from just like a single season standpoint.
0: Yeah.
1: I I mean, it's.
0: I actually went back in, so I have HBO Max. And they recently put on the movie Watchmen. So I went back and watched that for the first time. Definitely not as good as the show. But still, it's cool. Like, um,
1: and, and was there some talk that some of the characters from Watchmen might be in some of the DC stuff?
0: Uh, I mean, they, they are DC characters. So it, it's very possible.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the, our, our friends, uh, like Cameron Barstool, were tweeting about that being a possibility.
0: That would be super cool. Yeah, they're definitely DC characters, so i I thought that they were kind of their own entity, but I could be wrong. I don't know. So all right, um, also, I forgot to say, um, Euphoria also got a lot of love in the actor categories. Um, so I was excited to see that because um, I love I love Euphoria. It's a great show. But let's move on to some music. Um, tell me you've listened to the Drake song at least, right?
1: Uh, I have done
0: that. Okay. Bare minimum. Okay. Cool. Um, so Drake dropped a new song, "Laugh Now, Cry Later," which features Lil Durk. This is the first single from Drake's upcoming album, which is apparently titled "Certified Lover Boy." Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, but first, let's talk about the song itself. <clears throat> Excuse me. What were your uh, thoughts? And were you surprised to see Lil Durk on this song?
1: Yeah, I was surprised because I don't know who Little Dark is. So, ah. sure, that's a surprise to me. Uh, I thought the song was good. It was, uh, I think the funniest thing that I, I've seen from all of the people talking about this is that everyone's like, Drake for sure wants you to know that he will only take half a pill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's so, so many memes off the song.
1: Yeah, there is. Uh, it's so funny. The music video is just so awesome. Yes, I like, like the song, but it's nothing without that music video. And once again, Drake just yeah. his music videos—he just can't miss. They're so funny. Everything with Kevin Durant, uh the part where he's crying and it's <laughs> yes. like I'm just going through a lot right now. And it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's so I'm funny. gonna start it now, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. So. Uh, props to Drake. I was a little disappointed. I, I wanted this to be, you know, an album, but no, it, right. it was good. It, it, it was fun. Like it's a fun summer song uh, and a good video, so can't complain. One
0: hundred percent. So um, when when I saw when I first saw it, it was like uh, featured Lil Durk. I was kind of kind of hesitant. Like I know who Lil Durk is. He's just not my favorite, but he actually surprised me on this song. Like oh, it was pretty good part. Um, it was short, sweet. Um, but I really enjoy the song. I, I compare it to—I I think it's a—it's a, trophies, but geared more mm. towards the new age of hip hop. Um, if that makes any sense, the trumpets um, definitely are a, com- comparable to trophies, in my I think. Um, but with Lil Durk, with the auto tune, with kind of the the rap sung mix, it's geared more towards the new wave of hip-hop that's why i say it like that but like you said the music video was awesome i thought it was brilliant because we're still in COVID season he really you can't do a lot so what do you do you film a Nike commercial in a Nike store. You go to remote locations where you can play basketball and football. I thought it was brilliant. And then you had all the cameos. It was super fun. Um, like you said, the little skit in there was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a really hard week, man. Boy, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this album. Now, my question to you is the fact that this is supposedly called Certified Lover Boy," the album. Does this song, the sound from the song, or the title itself give a hint as to what this album might be? Is it just a funny name? He also got the little buzz with the with the heart shape in his hair. Um, are we gonna get more of like the lovey dovey Drake on this? What What do you think?
1: Oh yeah, we're definitely getting uh, uh, Scorpion Part B, um, <laughs> probably just with a little bit more rap would be my guess. But yeah, I have a feeling this is gonna be a pretty slow. Uh, you know, this is the first album where, well, if you don't count Dark Lane demos, uh, where we have, like, you know, Drake being a true dad, um, you know, so, we're gonna get a lot of pandemic talk would be my guess, uh, a lot of Drake's dad talk, single father, hate when I hear it, um, you know, so, stuff like that, and then, you know, all of his love interest, so, I have a feeling it'll be more singing, then than rap. Um Same. throw in some random rappers, you know, for a verse here and there and then sing the hut. Uh, Speaking cut of it up things. and sell a billion records.
0: True. <laughs> what what features would, would you like to see? I know two off the top that I want one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I mean with every Drake project, the first one that comes to mind is always the weekend. Um uh, you know I just want to see those two get back together uh, and and work together again. Uh,
0: see wave link with number two.
1: All uh, right, my number two would be Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: yeah.
1: Give us a throwback.
0: Yep. That'd be so lit. I, I hope it happens. I, I don't think it will, personally, but I would love to at least see one of those two. Yeah. But who knows? When when do you think this will drop? So he, when he... um
1: he said summer earlier, yeah, right?
0: Yeah, so when he dropped Dark Lane Demo Tapes, he said that the sixth album is going to be here by the summer. Summer's dwindling. Labor Day's on the way. That's the end of <laughs> summer. When do you think this is dropping? Has to be soon.
1: Yeah, it has to be soon. I would guess. Did he do
0: it? Sixth album, he's got to do it in October, right? Could be. Could be. I I, I would think that he would drop it in October, but the whole when he said the summer, that's what throws me a little bit. So if yeah, we're dropping- He's a
1: rapper, you know. It's, it's plus or minus 6 weeks when they they announce <laughs> something.
0: Right. Right. I don't know if we're talking strictly something. It might be this Friday, I'm just saying.
1: So Let's get it.
0: That would be wild. I think I think he should do a surprise drop. Like that'd be I don't know. That'd be dope.
1: That would be cool.
0: All right. Um have you listened to Logic?
1: Yeah, I listened to it once all the way through. Okay, and I really you can break it down. That's fine. Yeah. But like I had like one question. Yeah, it felt like I had heard these songs before. What? <laughs> like they felt really familiar, and I don't know if it's just because it was like the same, like, like if it was Logic just going back to like kind of, you know, the stuff that some of the mixtape stuff uh, or the under pressure stuff.
0: Yeah. But
1: there, there are certain parts where I was like, I feel like I've heard this before.
0: Well, for sure, there's one beat I know that you've probably heard before, and that's uh, on "Growing Pains." Four. That is the yeah. Elevators beat, Outcast beat. So, I mean, that you probably were like, "Oh, I've heard that before." But I, I think that's a compliment in the fact that it's definitely yeah. going back to the under pressure vibes right. and maybe the mixtape vibes. Um,
1: that's the stuff that I prefer. So, right. Like I liked it. That that
0: wasn't to be a. Like,
1: some of it did sound very, like, legit, like I thought I had heard it before. But, like, that's the type of logic that I prefer rather than some of the, uh, we're going to space and we have a different intro for every song and skit and that type of stuff.
0: Yeah. And it's it's funny you say that some of it's familiar. He definitely, so he recycled the Soul Food 2 beat a little bit. Like, it's a little more out. So that's kind of the same he also recycled some lines so there was a song maybe called- that's what it is yeah. there there were a bunch of kind of re- recycled lines and revamped lines like um did you ever listen to the ocd song so he came out with a song called ocd in between.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 well th- it's some stuff directly from that right
0: so in open okay. night, it was straight from that song um, so that,
1: there was a line that I loved in that because that's the one where he's just like freestyling in a like, yeah. dark room.
0: Yeah, that's one of my favorites too. Is open mic. Uh, and yeah. he's in, in the on OCD where he says it in open mic, he says something along the lines of, uh, being rich is not a blessing, fame is not a blessing. Wasn't until I was rich and famous I learned that lesson. That, yes,
1: yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So maybe I'm not crazy. Maybe, no, yeah. yeah, some of it, I just. Play Legit both. like I was in the locker room get ready to leave the gym and I might have been listening to that song and I was like I paused it and I was like, I'm pretty sure I can finish this line that's about to come up. <laughs> and this is a brand new album. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, <laughs> I was so he definitely confused.
0: recycled some lines for sure. Okay. But
1: it um, I, I enjoyed it. It felt like old school logic. This felt like, you know, welcome to forever, uh, under pressure type logic. And that is truly the logic that I enjoy more than the like Bobby Tarantino or the the album logic that we've kind of gotten the last few. So I was I was very surprised. That I very, I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, me. It's I, not better than Taylor Swift's album, but
0: it's good. Did they drop on the same day? Yeah, yeah, they did. Okay, I, I haven't listened to T Swift. Sorry, but um, so you can talk about that if you want. But um, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right.
1: You don't need me to do that.
0: So I fucking love this album, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm a huge Logic fan, as all of you guys know, being um, a listener of the show. Um, but echoing what you said, um, he got back to his roots. Um, it was 100% the sequel to Under Pressure. Um, we got Thalia back. We got um, just just the rapidy rap and the the boom-bap and the bars, the storytelling. Um, I think he did a good job of looping kind of, because with each album, it felt like a different era for Logic, but we have kind of a trap song with Perfect, um, which you can kind of equate to the Bobby Tarantino stuff. We have kind of, like Brandon said, the recycled beats with Soul Food 2. We have the old school vibe with the elevators and looping it with Growing Pains 4. Um, Just, it, it was awesome to see... Um, As a Logic fan, going back to his roots, I've been watching some of the interviews that he has done. And um, so the the big thing that people, Logic fans, have been waiting for is Ultra 85. And in the interview, he says, this is Ultra 85. This is what you've been waiting for. This is what you've wanted. You just haven't known that you wanted it. Um, and I thought it was also cool how they looped in with Thalia, the Thalia skit. It, it cuts and it says, welcome to the... This has this concluded the un, the no pressure. Welcome to the Ultra 85. So that was cool, and it went into Amen. Um, I just thought, oh, top to bottom, it was awesome. No ID uh, is a cheat code. I think he, he did a great job executive producing this. Um, I don't know. I just... I, I really... I really enjoyed it. Um, I got it on vinyl coming. I'm excited about that. Um, what were your favorite songs off the top?
1: Uh, I was just pulling up the track list because oh, um, yeah,
0: you're good. I can kind of say mine if that if that all kind of help you.
1: GP four. Okay. Perfect. I like Soul Food too. Um, yeah. And then obediently yours.
0: Okay. I cool. think
1: I, like, heard him say a lot, too. I, I don't yeah. know if I remember that correctly.
0: I saw a kid with no smile on his face today. Yeah, it's it's kind of, it's dope.
1: Yeah. They're
0: all fucking good, honestly. Like, I, I don't dislike any of the songs. I think Celebration is my, probably my least favorite of the songs. That's the one with the only feature from Silas, um, a dude who's signed his label that, He's gotten in a lot of fucking heat lately on Twitter, and we—I don't have to get into all that, but um, I'm sure he might be getting dropped from the label. Let's just say. But um, I love the intro. I love Growing Pains Four and how he flipped the elevators, the Outcast beat like that. Um, one of my favorites is Open Mic Aquarius Three Soul Food Two. Like you said, Man I Is is amazing. Uh, Amen is awesome. Um, I loved what he did with A to Z and looping all the letters together. Dark Place was super introspective and deep. Um, I even like Dadbot. It's It's fun. Dude, it's,
1: dude that's, that's the one I was going to ask you about. Is That's the only one that I really listened to, and I was like, that one probably could have been left off.
0: Really? See, I like it a lot, honestly. like I, That might be one of the ones I've listened to most. It's just like, it's... It's kind of he's rapping in kind of a trolly way, but I love how he does it. He's telling a story, but I love the line where he says, um, "I've already had a hard life once. What you want me to do? Create it, every album for you, cunts?" Something like that. Like you think about yeah. it, you try and get in the head of a rapper, and like, like, yeah, he has a kid. He's starting a family. He's moving to Montana. Like, like, he wants to have a new life and a you know a better life and he's not, doesn't want to rap about he doesn't want to enter the mind of kind of his dark days all the time which i totally understand and get um so I also I,
1: said his draw stink what's that i also said his draw stink and i was <laughs> like
0: <"Yeah." laughs> i just thought it was kind of it was funny i don't know it was it was good the overall i just thought the album was really really good well done just a great way to go out um that leads me to the question: Is will Logic stay retired? Because I think everyone doesn't think he will. Uh, so I want to hear your take on it.
1: I I don't think he will. I think it's going to be a while before he raps again. Yeah. Um, or at least drops an album again. Um, but I don't think he's done. It. He's too young.
0: Right. And this is what I when when he first announced it, and I, I follow a cup. I I follow one logic fan page and everyone was freaking out on there like oh my god he's retiring and i said he's not going away he's not going to be off the grid i know for a fact he's doing a couple movies he's working on another novel he he's he's doing the twitch thing now he signed a million dollar deal with twitch even on twitch he's you know throwing out little snippets of music that are unreleased Um, he's not going away. Like, he he will be on the radar, uh, I think, especially when these movies drop. And so I'm just going to throw this out there. So I watched the interview. Pretty sure that he said he has his own production company. So I'm telling you, I've said the... I think I've told the story before on here when I met him in 2015 on the Incredible World Tour. And I told him I write screenplays when I... I uh, I got a VIP pass to that, and I met him, and I got a picture with him, and I said, hey, I write screenplays, man. And I was like, when my screenplay blows up, I want you to do the music, man. And he's like, hell yeah, man, as long as it's not no neo-Nazi shit. <laughs> 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 and he's like, hell yeah, man, I'll do it. So I'm telling you, man, it ha- we have to get this to go to full fruition. I say this story, I go to his production company, man, Tell me that wouldn't be the dopest story.
1: <laughs> that, would be, that would be very dope.
0: And I, I know for a fact I have one script that will resonate with him, and I'm working on another one that I know for a fact will resonate. So, telling you, logic, if somehow gets to you, listen
1: <laughs> to <laughs> so, I listened to an interview. Apparently, him and Joe Budden got beef.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Joe Budden has beef with him for some stupid reason. Yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. That's I funny. Think- Sorry. Joe Budden sucks, but PSA. I, I I can't stand Joe Budden. I find him very annoying. Yeah, his takes takes suck. Yeah,
0: he was a. I mean, he was a good rapper, but he perpetuates on on hate, and I, yeah. I just hate that. Like,
1: you're gonna bring these people in and interview them. Anyway, was, wasn't a good enough rapper to to do that.
0: Yeah, it's just like. I would want to befriend them and be cool with them and just – I don't know. Like, he – I remember I, – I actually watched an interview with Joe Budden and Chance the Rapper back – I think it was even before he dropped The Big Day. And I know The Big Day gets a lot of hate, but this is even before then. And he's basically – him and his crew, Joe Budden, are basically making fun of him on camera in an interview – for being nice, like what the fuck? Like I, I don't get that. Like why, why is that corny? Like I, I don't get that. Yeah. Which I think also.
1: Anyway, sorry to sidetrack.
0: <laughs> no, you're good. It, it's parallel. It, there's parallels with logic because logic comes off as the peace, love, and positivity guy, and just right. the fact that that's corny is just kind of stupid in my mind. But I don't know.
1: I I agree.
0: Yeah. So. All right, one uh, last music thing, and then we can get into brief sports. Uh, this was just announced today. Big Sean announced that his upcoming album Detroit 2, will be Ooh, dropping yeah. September 4th. Um, really excited for some new Big Sean, especially with it being Detroit 2, uh, because I know that's one of your favorite mixtapes of all time. That has to I, I have to believe that the album will that mixtape will come on streaming. I hope so. Yeah,
1: I hope so, or I hope we at least get some of like similar like instrumentals, some of the similar sounds because right. that is by far the best project we've seen out of Big Sean. So really hope we get something similar uh, to that. and I was super excited when I saw that on Twitter today. So
0: hell yeah, and fingers
1: I th- crossed because I didn't love uh,
0: what was I, his last project. I decided probably. Yeah, yeah, didn't love it. I thought that was, like. In terms, because you know,
1: maybe no. I'm thinking of uh, that's not the one I'm thinking of.
0: Okay, I was gonna say in terms of in terms of like, because I'm a concept album guy, like I love that shit. In terms of that, I think it's his best album. Um,
1: Yeah, I'm talking. I decided it is okay.
0: Also, had one with um, uh, he had one with uh, a producer. Can't think of it. Metro Boomin. He had a Metro Boomin joint album mixtape, which I didn't think was great. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I liked I Decided. So, yeah. All right. Um, What's that? It was fine. It was fine. True. All right. um, Let's get into some brief sports, and then we can dip out of here. Um, we got NBA playoffs going in the bubble. We have MLB happening with no fans. And then we have the whole college football NFL thing happening. Um, mm-hmm. You're, you're our, our resident sports expert. What, what do you think with all this?
1: Well, which sport do you want to start with, Trey?
0: Let's just start with some NBA first. Who's looking good for you? I've been watching that one game uh, with uh, the Mavs and the, the Clippers. Clippers. That was wild. Yeah, it's
1: by far been the best series, um, so far rockets, um, rockets thunder. Sorry. Uh, it's been like decent games, but the series think think's three one as of right now. So, um, I, I think for the most part, it's going to be pretty chalk. Um, I, th- I think that the, the Mavs actually do have a chance to upset the, the Clippers, which would be a crazy upset. And I'd love to see, um, I think for the most part, I think the Lakers are going to hold on and beat the Blazers in that series. I feel pretty confident about that. Uh, looks like the Rockets are going to win. So I, I, uh, the Rockets have been pretty impressive so far in the playoffs. Um, then it looks, you know, winner of that Clippers-Mavs series is going to get either the Nuggets or the Jazz, which I think either team that wins that Clippers or Nuggets series, I, I think, rolls into the Western Conference Finals. So, And then the East, it's... Can anybody beat the Bucs? They had a rough game one of that series. They lost to the Magic, which surprised a lot of people. Uh, but they they looked really, really good the last three days. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh NBA coach of the year went to Carol
0: Iowa's own Nick Nurse. Hell yeah. Very cool. So
1: he used to be the Iowa energy head coach.
0: I I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then so I'm assuming you've been watching some MLB as well. Uh, yeah, I love me some baseball. I really uh, have an MLB really at all. Um, I think our Cubs are kind of they're, – they're playing well, right? Uh, they're, they're struggling a little bit right now but
1: have a good record. Uh, okay. They're like the third-best record, fourth-best record in baseball. Uh, and it's really a two-horse, two-horse race. Uh, it's the Yankees and the Dodgers I think are by far the best teams in the AL and the NL. Um, and can anybody catch them? The Oakland A's have looked good. Cubs have had their moments, but the NL as a whole doesn't look great. The uh, AL has been quite a bit better, but uh, really, can anybody beat the Yankees? Can anybody beat the Dodgers?
0: Yeah, yeah. And then I think in terms of football, the the main question is, will we have football this fall?
1: Um, yeah, there's there's definitely going to be the NFL. I feel 100% confident in that. They're not going to want to lose out on the, the money, um, so I don't think that's an issue. I think it's just a matter of yeah, you those know, is college going to play in the Big Ten and the Pac-12? I already said they're not going to play, so it uh, would be interesting to see if the SEC, you know, ACC and Big 12 can figure it out. Because
0: we've already had multiple schools who have dropped off I mean, for brief, for brief periods because of Corona. I know specifically Notre Dame, they stopped practice um, yeah. because of a lot that. Of
1: Big 12, a lot of Big 12 schools have too.
0: Right, right. It, it, it's crazy, man. I, you know, to to be on just looking from kind of an outside perspective, it looks like it feels like, and I, I'm not really huge in NHL, but I've been told they kind of had a bubble thing going too.
1: Yeah, they did a bubble. Yes.
0: Oh, so it feels like it feels like the bubble thing works the best because I think NBA has done the best.
1: Yeah, it. NHL's been really good too.
0: Right. So the bubble seems to work. Now I don't know how you do that. I think it's impossible to do that in football.
1: Um, yeah it's the problem is it's just so expensive for the leagues to do that um you know they you might see them do it for the, just maybe the playoffs um but I wonder if college could do it by conference just because it sounds like most of these schools aren't gonna have uh in like in class learning, so they could still do all of their studies and stuff during the day and then you know you have all of the midwest schools and uh, montana or nebraska or north dakota or something yeah. um and you know just do it that way but that'd be yeah, i don't know and That'd that's boot camp though god damn yeah, it'd be it'd be very expensive so I, yeah. I think that's what's you know making some of these these leagues especially the smaller leagues just say if it will just cancel the season because we don't have the resources to test and the resources to do all this other stuff so yeah it's too bad. I, I will miss having a full college football season for sure. But
0: yeah, we'll yeah. see. I I mean, I, I'm torn on it because I I mean obviously, I, I would love to watch football this year, but like, I, I would rather get get over this corona thing. Oh and yeah, no doubt. Our lives like that's just my feeling on everything. But I don't know. I, I get. No I get money, I get money makes things, you know, a little bit more complicated, and I don't know, but hopefully we can get over this, and things can go back to normal, I miss concerts, I miss sporting events, I miss going to the movies, man, like, I just want to do shit again, so, and that's where I guess we'll end, you know, on a hope, a hopeful note. <laughs> <laughs> Retweet. Uh, yeah yeah been-
1: I, I feel you i'm the same way yeah I, I think it's really sad just not even being able to go to a baseball game in the summer and just whether it was the i or the cubs or royals here like just going having a hot dog and a beer like that just feels like summer to me and that one's been hard yeah yeah
0: 2020 man it's crazy but hopefully we can get past it and move forward with our lives, unless the aliens get us all, so.
1: Yeah, um, or, or some, some other stuff happens in American politics. But,
0: yeah, T-Shay. We'll get into that one, hopefully. We'll talk off-air about that because I want to... So, Alright, well, this has been fun. It's been kind of a long one, so thank you for strapping in and sticking with us. I'm Trey Lesio, the Don of Entertainment, alongside Brand Noggin, the Consuliery. And sorry you entertained. We'll be back for more.
1: Stay safe and be well.
0: Okay.